Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Photo Taco. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me. Really quick, want to mention our Facebook group. Go to facebook.com slash group slash photo taco. And if you have a few minutes, we'd love to have a review in iTunes. It really helps the show to expand and gain more listeners so we can keep this going. All right, my name is Jeff Harmon. I'm the hobbyist editor at improvephotography.com. And this is episode two on the topic of upgrading from crop sensor to full frame. If you missed the first one, go back a couple of episodes and catch what was there. Really briefly, what I talked about there was how lenses are kind of the thing you need to start on if you plan to upgrade from crop to full frame. The lenses from your crop sensor camera aren't likely to work on your full frame camera. I'm guarantee they won't. So you gotta invest in some lenses. They're expensive, but you have to have them or else you won't be able to use anything on that full frame camera body. And it'll be sitting there all alone for a while until you do. All right, let's talk about some other differences then between shooting a crop and full frame that you need to be aware of. The first one would be low light. Full frame cameras simply do better in low light. They, um, they can be shot at higher ISO settings and produce a lot less noise. Maybe not quite a lot less noise. That, <laughs> Honestly, the gap is getting smaller. The technology is improving continuously and the gap between full frame and crop in this area, it's not as big as it used to be. It's still there. It's still real, and as of November 2015, full frame is still beating crop. You're gonna, it's gonna be better. But I see the day coming when we may not care about having a full frame sensor for the ISO sensitivity because crop or even smaller sensors are gonna be just fine. They're gonna handle low light just fine. And even though like the physics say that it's, it's always gonna be better with full frame. It may get good enough on crop or even smaller sensors. We simply don't care and we're willing to save the money, the cost of these things, as well as the size and the bulk and slim down and have smaller cameras. We'll see, but I think that's where it's headed. All right, so there's that difference. The second thing is the zoom. And this is kind of a strange thing. If you went from crop to full frame, it would throw you for a little bit, I think because a 50 millimeter lens is not going to be the same on the crop as it is on the full frame. And it can be a slightly confusing kind of topic. One of the things that is often talked about with crop sensors is their crop factor. And for Nikon, it's 1.5, for Canon, it's 1.6. What that means is when you put a 50 millimeter lens on a crop sensor versus a 50 millimeter lens, say even the same 50 millimeter prime lens, because that can work. That's, I've suggested that, that beginners and hobbyists do that very thing. They invest in a full frame 50 millimeter prime lens because they're cheap and the image quality is awesome. But if you took that same lens and put it on the two different bodies, the field of view, and I'm being really careful about how I describe this, but the field of view between the two cameras is going to be dramatically different. The crop sensor is going to appear like it is zoomed in further than the full frame sensor on Nikon by a factor of 1.5. So that makes the 50 look like a 75 millimeter lens. 
and the on on Canon the 50 would look more like an 80 millimeter lens. Now it's not exactly the same because this isn't optically being zoomed in. You don't have physics helping you to zoom in closer and make it so that you're enhancing the details and you're getting the dynamic range and and all of the stuff that you get when you use optical zoom and you know the difference between optical and digital. You've seen that in other cameras when you zoom in optically versus zooming in digitally. It's very very different. And a crop sensor isn't actually zooming in optically. What it's doing is throwing away the edges. You're just kind of getting rid of it. It's like it cropped off, which is why they're called crops, a bunch of the, the scene, a bunch of the picture. So it looks like the field of view is zoomed in. But really it would be more like if you just took your photo from the full frame and you cropped off one some percentage of it, then you are arriving at a similar type of field of view. It's not exactly the same as that either. It's a little bit better than that on the crop, but still kind of the concept there. So just be aware of that. You have to factor that in. You're going to have to get used to how the zoom works when you're using the full frame versus the crop. And it could be an advantage in landscape. For example, you, you can get wider. An 18 millimeter lens on a full frame is going to be significantly wider than an 18 millimeter lens on a crop. It could be uh, it could be an advantage there. All right. And the next difference I wanted to talk about was depth of field, and you, you know how this works. The aperture controls kind of how much of the scene is in focus. There's like a plane of focus, and if you have a higher f-stop number, if you open or sorry, if you stop down to a higher f-stop number, then that plane that is the focus plane in the scene is much deeper. There's a whole bunch more of the scene that is simultaneously in focus. Whereas if you have, if you open up the camera, open up the aperture to a low number, like f2.8, for example, then the depth of that focal focus plane, how much of that scene is in focus is much smaller. It's thinner. It's not as deep. And, uh, and, and so you can get separation of backgrounds better. So it can be an advantage on uh, portraits, you're frequently wanting to have your subject in a portrait stand out from the background by blurring the background and having the subject be perfectly in focus and tack sharp. Uh, landscapes, you want the opposite. You want to have as much of the landscape in focus and tack sharp as possible. So there is a difference about how this works on crop versus full frame. The same f-stop on a full frame versus a crop is going to be a smaller depth of field. Smaller portions of the scene or of the shot will be in focus. And a shot at f2.8 will have more in focus on a crop than a shot at on a full frame at say the same focal length. So, so that's a difference. It can be an advantage for portrait. It could be a slight disadvantage on landscape, although you can use focus stacking where you'll take multiple shots with the focus points being at different points in the scene, merge them all together in Photoshop and get beautiful landscape shots from a full frame sensor. But it's a difference to be aware of. The depth of field is much, much smaller. Okay, three more quick things I wanted to say. Weight and bulk. So full frame sensors are famous for being massive, <laughs> huge bricks of cameras. And, uh, but it's mainly from the lenses. The camera bodies themselves are not dramatically different in size and weight. 
In fact, the Canon 6D full frame is actually a, a little tiny bit smaller than the Canon 7D Mark II crop sensor body. But this, this, the lenses are just huge in comparison, especially if you take something like a 600 millimeter full frame lens, that thing is just massive and weighs a ton. And at that point, you're kind of, you're mounting the, the lens to the tripod instead of the camera body. The camera body's happily kind of dangling from the end of the camera, or the lens, sorry. So there are weight differences, bulk differences. The, the lens is made for full frame sensors. There's just a lot of glass that has to be there and that adds up and it weighs a lot. Uh, another thing is build quality. So it used to be uh, several years ago, a dramatic difference in build quality. It's gotten closer just like a lot of the things have where there's not as big a gap between crop and full frame. But it used to be that if you wanted weather sealing and you wanted a camera that could kind of take a licking, you had to have full frame because the crops didn't have that. They weren't built for it. It was, uh, you know, an effort to keep the cost down. Those crops were built for consumers or prosumers, the hobbyist, the beginner. They didn't need the build quality. They were, at least they didn't want to pay for it. Um, not as big a gap today, like I say, but there is still probably a bit of a difference on the full frame versus the crop sensors. And then the last one, and it's the one that I just, I don't get as much, more buttons and dials. The full frame have more buttons and dials so that you don't have to go dig into the menus as much to change stuff. There's still things you'll have to go do that for, but there's a ton of functionality exposed more directly through the buttons and dials on the full frame cameras. Again, the gaps close there a lot more. The Canon 70 Mark II, for example, has quite a few of them. So does the Nikon D7200. But... But in general, that's kind of the way it's been. I don't know, maybe they just assumed the professionals were the only ones who cared about being able to operate their camera without having to pull it away from your face. But, uh, but that's the way kind of one of the differences is. Even if you are used to using a Nikon camera and you go from crop to full frame, you're going to have to learn how to use that camera differently. It's got those other buttons and dials and you, you're going to want to learn memorize where they are and, and spend some time with it so that you don't have to pull the camera down from what you were doing. You can just change stuff really, really quickly. Uh, and it's, it's, But it's still pretty different between crop and full frame. So there you go. Those are kind of the core differences, the things I think you should be aware of and consider if you're going to go from crop to full frame. The one other thing I'll say at the end of this is, and we've kind of had this discussion on face group, uh, Facebook group lately, I don't think you really have to go from crop to full frame. As a hobbyist, I'm not planning to do it. I'm not planning to go and spend the money on that. I do, I am convinced I need to spend the money on the lenses. I need the full frame lenses to go on my crop body. And because the image quality is just a lot better, a lot different, and, and I think I want to do that. But there's nothing really truly compelling anymore. I have the Canon 70 Mark II. It is a very, very good crop sensor body. There's some advantages with the frame speed and, uh, and some other things that I like over the full frame option. So I'm not sure I'm ever going to switch. If I do, um, it may not be to full frame. It may be to mirrorless. But I just, I think I want to tell you, I want to give you the message that you don't have to. You can get some really high, high quality images out of a crop sensor camera. It is very capable of taking superb photos. It depends on the glass that's in front of it. So maybe you don't even need to go to full frame. 
just something I thought you should think about. All right, that's it for, for uh, part two of this. And, uh, you know, be sure to follow us. Go over to the Facebook group. Follow me on Twitter, at Phototaco, and uh, send me some topic ideas for the show. Also, make sure to go visit ImprovedPhotography.com. Constantly have news, gear, and other photo tip articles up there all the time. It is, frankly, the best way to improve your photography. Phototaco! The views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of Improved Photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Olay!